Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of AUSU Open Mic, and uh, once again, uh, we're super pumped to have our entire executive team in the room. This doesn't happen very often, so uh, whenever we can do this, it's uh, it's a real special podcast. My name is Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director here at AUSU, and I'm just going to go around the room, and we're just going to do a quick intro again, just to make sure everybody knows who's on the podcast today, and like throw us your name, your hometown, and the program that you're in, uh, just to kick us off. And Natasha, we're starting with you. Hey, everyone. My name is Natasha Donahue. I am from Barhead, Alberta. And I am studying a Bachelor of Science in General Science. I'm also your uh, your Vice President External. And a big shout out to everybody in Barhead. Heck yeah, downtown Barhead. That's right. Uh, and? I'm Brittany Daigle. I'm the Vice President Finance and Administration. I'm from Irvine, New Brunswick, though I'm living in Kitchener, Ontario right now. I'm in the Bachelor of Arts and Psychology program. Nice. Welcome to the podcast, Brittany, and uh, this is your first go-round. Yes. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank Uh, you. And last, but certainly not least. I'm Brandon Simmons. I'm president for AUSU. Right now I'm out in Parkland County, Alberta, and I've been working on my business degree very, very slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Probably along with a lot of other uh, students at AU, they can relate to, uh, you know, working slowly through a degree but uh good job i was in a meeting just the other week with au and then i got an email from uh, the advising center basically letting me know that it's been a while since i've been a student (laughs) i may want to contact them to see if there if there's anything i need to to help me along in my program oh my goodness in other words i've been studying too long and i they want to they want to encourage me to get going. They're going to start to name the university after you here pretty soon. <laughs> the fact that we can have all three of you uh, in downtown Edmonton here at the head office and uh, we're able to record another podcast is pretty cool. And uh, we don't get this opportunity very often. So the fact that we can have uh, all three of you in the room uh, to join me is really cool. Something else that's uh, kind of special and unique to AUSU is uh, it's our birthday today. And uh, we're officially 27. Younger than me. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're getting up there. <laughs> we're getting up there. We're 27 years old. And uh, so it's kind of cool. We were talking about this earlier on and sort of what birthdays mean. And, you know, not only about AUSU, but uh, as well, the university, AU, is going to have a pretty special birthday as well. Uh, and that's later on in 2020. Uh, Natasha, you were commenting a little bit about uh, some of the history about AU, and they're turning 50. Yeah, I know it's the big 5-0 coming up here next year at AU, and uh, I think that's really exciting. Um, it's a really cool time to be a student at AU. There's a lot of t- things changing right now. A lot of yeah, things definitely. Happening. Yeah. So um, we were kind of chatting about this at lunch, and I thought it might be interesting to talk a little bit about um, the history of AU. So I'm not really sure how many students know about the history of AU, but I thought it would be uh, interesting to kind of chat about it a little bit. So um, did you know, Jody, that AU started at the University of Alberta? Actually, I did, but go on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, um, AU started at the University of Alberta, and um, that was in 1970 in Athabasca Hall, so hence the name Athabasca University. Um, it's not actually named after the town that it resides in at the moment. Yeah, which is also very common, right? I mean, I guess that would be the common myth that it was sort of named after mm-hmm. the town. Yeah. Um, who has a little bit of history around when AU actually moved to Athabasca uh, and basically the connection now that they have with the town. 
Yeah, so um, Athabasca University actually moved up to Athabasca in 1984. So that was about 14 years after um, the inception of the university. Um, but another fun fact, did you realize that AU was started uh, in order to accommodate incarcerated individuals? Okay, what's the story behind that? I mean, it obviously makes sense when you think about distance online learning and uh, kind of incorporating that into our corrections system. But um, yeah, what? tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't know like a, a great detail about it, but I, what I do know is that um, it was essentially started to fill in the gaps in learning for these individuals who are looking to undergo some rehabilitation and to pursue their education regardless of where they were in their lives. So AU is Canada's open online university, but back in 1970 and the 1980s, uh, it was more of a book in a box. So it was correspondence. It yeah, was yeah. all, yeah, it was written, um, sent through the mail. Um, so it was a really highly needed service for those individuals who didn't have access to uh, post-secondary education. We actually had the pleasure of catching up with a previous, or I, I'm, I'm going to say previous president, but really it was our very first president. It was actually Brandon and I that was over at uh, uh, PCL's Trust Building here in Edmonton at the AU Building. And we met up with, and it was kind of by fluke almost, eh, Brandon? Like, suddenly we just, we realized that we were actually sitting beside the very first AUSU president of the Students Association back in the day. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever heard about this history of AU because it's, growing up, all I ever thought was it's in Athabasca, so it's Athabasca University. And yeah, yeah it was neat going to that event and seeing students and all of a sudden in walks this person and uh, the president walks up and introduces himself and who are you and oh well my name's Mike Ryan I was the very first AUSU president so of course he rushed him right over across the room <laughs> to us yeah and, and said well I'd like you to meet the current AUSU president and it was really interesting to hear just how much things have changed we had a council meeting set for that night and we told him about it and he's like so well so where are you hosting this event? <laughs> and like, well, it's all online. We've got counselors across across the country. It's like, wow, that's interesting. We used to just go to the diner just down the road here, and that's where we used to hold our council meetings. So things have changed a little bit since then. Yeah, and that's the early '90s. So I mean, even even in our history, you know, we're we're turning 27 as an organization. So uh, it's kind of funny because that feels like a lifetime ago. And for Brittany, technically, it was more than a lifetime <laughs> ago because I know that you're younger than 27. But um, yeah, it was very cool to meet up with Mike. And uh, we're going to have to get him in on a podcast. Uh, well, and we kind of talked about it. And it's an, an interesting to hear that history of AU and how it played a role in his life because that's where he came from. He was incarcerated and it allowed him to change his life. Yeah. And now he, I believe he actually is the founder of a charity that deals with at-risk youth and tries to help them through education and that. So AU made a big impact on him, hence why he's still coming to a student um, event trying to hear what's going on with the university. It's that important to, important to him here 27 years later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's very cool. And uh, you know what? We're going to work on Mike and see if we can get him in to uh, visit with us because, uh, I don't know, that's sort of the, our beginnings, right? So uh, very cool to chat with him. Very cool that we've had a couple birthdays and we've already identified that AU is going to be turning 50. Uh, we're kind of heading into the summer. We're midway through July. 
Uh, what summer plans have you got? Maybe we'll start with you, Brittany. Uh, what are you doing over the summer? And uh, we know you kind of uh, took some time to come out and see us and you went out to Jasper, I heard. Yeah, I went out to Jasper. It was amazing. The mountains are beautiful. Um, as for summer plans, I'm going to a wedding in August. That's pretty much all I got planned, though. Are you taking any courses over the summer? I am. I'm currently enrolled in Psych 228. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Natasha, what about you? What are your summer plans? Are you taking a course, doing any traveling? What are you up to? I'm not doing a whole bunch of traveling this summer. Um, Brandon and I are going to be heading down to Calgary in August for a conference. But aside from that, in my own personal life, I'm going to kind of keep it close to home this year because I am currently enrolled in five courses. Oh, my goodness. So I'm Busy. <laughs> definitely between yeah. AUSU and studying and my son. I have a, a son at home full time as well. So things get a little bit hectic. So we'll just probably uh, focus on that this year. <laughs> See now, and Natasha, you're kind of at the at or closer to the finish line. So you're motivated to power through some of these courses. That eh? is the only reason I'm in five courses. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. Congratulations, though. You're you're going to do great. And uh, Brandon, what about you? Uh, what plans do you have over the summer? Are you taking any courses? Uh, what, what do you got on the go for the summer months? Well, I'm working on some renos that my <laughs> wife has been very eager for me to try and find some time to get done. That's important, too. So we'll try and get that done. And then I'm also in three classes right now. I'm in uh, Tax 301, Intro... So intro tax, corporate finance, as well as intro to Canadian government politics. So working on those. Those are three heavy courses. Yeah. They're not too bad? I wouldn't be able to tell you yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell. We'll I maybe am, have that conversation uh, with you at the end of the I'm a month summer. in, but I was just, I had to delay my one exam from last semester and so I ended up writing it last night at nine o'clock at night after we finished our <laughs> first day of our executive See, retreat. There was a line that they say, if it's, if it wasn't for the last minute, nothing would get done. <laughs> so, uh, but that's good. It sounds like you got a big, busy summer ahead and we already know, you know, uh, we've done a bunch of work developing your guys' work plans, uh, over the last month or so. And you guys definitely have a, a busy summer when it comes to the work that you're doing for the association. So, uh, no question that the summer is going to go by super quick. So enjoy the sun while we can. And the next thing I was going to throw out there, uh, and again, it's it's really, I, I want to tap into you guys as students um, and talk a little bit about any study tips that you might have. Brittany, how long have you been at AU now? Uh, three years. Okay. I'm, I'm over halfway done. Just want to throw out there, what study tips do you have? Uh, and these tips could come in, in the form of anything from your guys's perspective of what has made you successful at AU uh, taking your distance online classes talk to us a little bit about maybe a study tip that you might have uh, from your experience yeah from my experience the biggest thing that's helped me has been to search uh, key terms or even the course that you're in on YouTube and really utilize YouTube to help you learn the course you can find a ton of lectures from profs at different universities um, and just, you know, people that are familiar with the topics that you're learning um, who will really explain it in a lot of detail. Um, so I'd give it a try. It really helped me. Yeah, absolutely. I think at the best of times, students at AU are constantly looking to not only develop, but kind of find your own learning resources. Yeah, for sure. And so obviously you've been able to find that through YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I mean, everybody's familiar with YouTube. I mean, there's everything is on there. Everything. So yeah, I think that's really cool that you've been able to incorporate that into your learning and, mm -hmm. and benefit from it uh, in making you successful. So that's yeah, very, very cool. For sure. Um, 
Natasha, over to you, uh, any study tip or anything that you want to share uh, that's kind of helped you along the way? So I have some problems with uh, focus. So I have ADD and um, I've found that um, finding some like white noise actually really helps me um, not only with studying, but practically anything else that I'm doing. <laughs> um, so I'll just go and We should throw some white noise <laughs> yeah. during the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, people might not like us, <laughs> but I actually go on YouTube and I search for thunderstorms and I'll just listen, oh, which is yeah. kind of funny because it's been raining here for like three months straight. It feels like, but um, yeah, yeah, but I'll listen to the rain and the thunder and it just, it helps me focus. Like it just kind of takes everything around me away and uh, helps me focus. And um, so that might be helpful to some people. The other thing that I, I, I would say is if you have time, like if you've scheduled time to do your studies and you don't feel like doing them, just do it. Just just yeah. do it. Don't talk yeah. yourself out of it. Don't say you're too tired. Just Commit. do it. Even if you only do 20 minutes, just do something because otherwise you're going to get into that cycle of kicking yourself for not fulfilling your schedule. And then um, I find that when I when I have that guilt associated, I just don't even want to touch it anymore because yeah, it's got yeah. negative connotations right so just you know you really got to have that determination and you really got to push yourself through you got to dig deep i love your commitment level <laughs> not to expand on that but I, i'm kind of interested to expand on that because i think there's a lot of students out there that would say the same thing the one thing about distance online education is the self-discipline that's required to power through a course and, and i know that you know you could have six months to do a course plus has that been something that and i guess i'm kind of almost looking at all three of you is that a challenge that that everybody could relate to is that you know whether it's commitment level not procrastinating you know getting through a course trying not to leave it to the last minute is that something that everybody would sort of identify with definitely yeah i think I think like a, a big thing too is a lot of AU students are um, their education is really supplementing their life. Like they're already engaged with so many um, time-consuming and energy-consuming yeah, absolutely. activities. Yeah, so um, I think that it's very relatable. I think it's probably a huge struggle within our undergraduate community is um, feeling helpless or hopeless or like you're not going to be able to get it done. I know I see it on our social media all the time on our app. Um, I think that feeling is definitely very, very strongly embedded in our community. Brandon, I wanted to kind of tap into your perspective on this too, specifically because at your home, you've got four kids at home. And uh, we kind of always laugh about, you know, the added distractions and, and that sort of thing. But obviously having a family at home, and I know that Natasha, you've got a little boy as well, sort of talk a little bit about what it takes to be able to sort of create that self-discipline to sort of get you through those courses and and knowing uh you know you got people pulling at your pant legs uh in the form of uh some little girls and a little boy at your place financial deadlines help <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt for being a funded student at au if i don't get my classes done i don't get my next semester's funding so <laughs> that helps put a little bit of pressure on to make sure that some motivation keep going on on my classes and get them all passed or else it gets tricky but uh i end up uh, i ended up starting my day pretty early uh, i try to typically get up between 4 30 or 5 and then quickly work out and then try and get things done but that way i'm 
done whatever study I'm going to get done before the kids are even awake. It's like taking advantage of when the house is quiet, eh? Yeah, you have to really take advantage of those times and that. And uh, another thing that I've done just recently is I've actually just started to study outside of the house. So same thing. If I, yeah. if I go, I work out, and then I'll just go wherever, whether that's the library or even just at the at the rec center where I work out then I've got some quiet time. I'm away from the kids and everything, and I can just sit there and focus on on what I'm studying. Brando, while we've got you, a study tip that maybe you've come across or something that has really helped you be successful throughout the years uh, in closing in on your degree as well, um, something that you'd want to share. That's definitely one of the biggest things what I just shared is, is trying to find yeah. that space um, off on your own. Um, there's a couple other things, though. One is... Uh, I also listen to the mu- to music and that I've actually just on Spotify there's a couple like studying mixtape is what it's called and yeah, that, yeah. but it's got different classical music and stuff like that and so when I'm actually studying it does it block if it, it blocks out all the noise around me it allows me to just sit there and focus it's just in the background for me and I'm able to then focus in on what I'm studying and yeah. actually kind of for whatever reason helps me remember I don't know why but uh I'm sure there's some scientific reason there but you know what if we had a yeah if we had a neuroscience uh (laughs) major in here they'd probably say something about how music will tap into the creative side of your brain Mm -hmm. and it i think it that's sort of the learning side too although um i know that that's in a couple different parts of our brain but i i know a lot of people that have found it easier whether it's in the form of a white noise uh, like nat just mentioned or whether it's in the form of music because i was in the same way uh, even when I work, if I'm working on a project or needing to power through a report, I will actually throw some tunes on. And for whatever reason, it does sort of get you into a flow and um, time goes by really quickly. You know what I mean? Uh, any other last uh, tip before we leave you? Uh, because these have been these have been fantastic. Uh, anybody have another one that you just cannot leave the podcast without sharing? Brandon is looking like he has another one. It's not really a study tip. It's not a great thing, but it becomes a reality for many AU students, and that is just how to quickly get through a course. <laughs> <laughs> like how to power through it when and you need to? It is, and as you go through it, you kind of get a little bit more skilled at it, and that's just kind of instead of sitting there opening up and seeing, okay, here's your reading, going and reading it all. It's, okay, looking at what are the chapter objectives and just skimming through looking specifically for those or looking and researching, okay, what does the midterm say is going to be on? What is the final? And hitting Kind of narrow the focus because, down a little bit. Yeah, because it's amazing how much content you can read and then go to do your assignments or whatever and you're like, okay, I didn't need half of that. <laughs> so well, the one thing that I'll add that to that helps. too, because I think that's a good point. One of, the th- one of the things that I've always found too, and, and I'm going to assume that you all three have also recognize this is that you also get better at being a student Mm -hmm. so as the time goes on you know maybe if we were to look at the very first course that you guys all took or even the first two courses I guarantee the course that you're taking now you are more efficient you're better at reading through uh, textbook work you're better at writing essays you're better at preparing for for exams Do you get where I'm going with that? Like more confidence. Yeah, you have more confidence in what you're doing, and I think uh, even going into exams, you know what to expect more. So there's a certain level of comfort level that comes as like the longer that you're a student, and so knowing that all of you have been around AU longer than say a year or two, um, I can't I can't help but think that you've all become better students the longer you've been around. I I would agree, but I would also I also want to throw in there that I think we. uh, also 
learn to teach ourselves and learn how yeah how definitely we, yeah and to learn how we individually learn or how we prefer to learn that element of self-reflection and self-awareness and um, having to couple that with the initiative to go out and learn on your own by virtue of having no other option like that's a, a very unique skill set and um, not a lot of people can really say that they can identify the very helpful or meaningful avenues of intaking information that you know really like sits with them and and yeah yeah and stays there and and it's not just listening to a, le- a lecture and coming away from it not having any idea what you just heard or you know things like that uh, we have a really unique opportunity like Brittany was saying earlier about you know going to youtube and finding resources that that work for us where when you're when you're being taught you don't really have that ability so um anyway i just wanted to throw that in there too yeah no absolutely thank you for that before we leave I've got one last question that I'm going to throw at everybody. And as of right now, we're sitting here almost the exact midpoint of July. And we have so much of your term ready to come up. What are some things that you're looking forward to as an executive committee member, whether it's coming up right away, maybe it's something later in the fall, something at the end, uh, maybe it's something that you're working towards. Something that you're looking forward to in your current term. I don't know who might want to start first, but something that might be standing out to you that you're kind of looking forward to. Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to graduating. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you got the finish line right in sight, don't you? The light is at the end of the tunnel. I can see it, and I have never been so pumped. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Going to convocation this year was really um, bittersweet because it was really exciting, obviously, to see all the grads and everything like that, but... Um, I really wanted to be up on that stage this year and um, I'm almost there and that's what I'm looking forward to. I know you yeah. <laughs> you wanted to know in our exact term, but to be honest, um, this is like what w- what we're all here for. Yeah, so. that's a huge milestone yeah. that's probably going to supersede a lot of the work that we're doing. So yeah, uh, yeah you should be very proud. Uh, you've got a, a great year ahead of you. And uh, the one thing that I know for sure is it's going to go by so fast. We will be having a podcast, I guarantee in february or something of 2020 and you're going to be a month away or a month and a half away from finishing off your term and you're going to be like where did the year just go by uh and of course convocation will be right behind that so um we'll try to slow it down so we can enjoy some of the good times as well but uh, that's a very cool milestone uh Brittany, what are you looking forward to this year what stands out that you might be looking forward to in your executive year um, well, despite it being only the midterm, uh, sending out the midterm retreat, um, and I guess this is more of the beginning of next year, but the executive retreat coming up in January, um, just meeting with everyone again and collaborating again with yeah. everyone. Um, it's so beneficial getting together and you learn so much from everything. And no, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely one of those events that uh, sticks on our calendar. For sure. And uh, even the staff here at AUSU, we're, we always look forward to getting everybody together. and Seeing and everyone like you, in person. Yeah, exactly. And you cannot minimize the face-to-face value of, no. uh, of what we do. And pulling everybody in, uh, into one place and being able to collaborate or make certain decisions and sure. find new ways of problem solving. Uh, we do that best when we're all together. And uh, so we definitely reap the value of that. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Brando, what have you got? What uh, What is something that you might be looking forward to this year? 
Uh, there's so many projects I've got, I've got on the go right <laughs> I now. I know you're so a busy guy. You're a busy guy. It, they're, and they're, everything's exciting. Um, we're excited. We're doing the get out the vote campaign for the next, the federal elections coming up with, uh, the Canadian Alliance student associations. I'm on the board there. So we're doing a lot of planning for that. There's going to be a lot of exciting things that happen from it. But then even at the university, I'm working on a tuition steering committee. I'm also working on redeveloping some of the learning management systems that we've got as and i'm even helping to try and get together to get a new app put together hopefully <laughs> yeah it's it's taking its time but we've been very hopeful with some of the some of the concepts that we've been given so all these big big projects we're hoping to be able to finish by the end of this year and it's going to mean uh, a lot of amazing things for students yeah absolutely you know what? I really, really appreciate you guys coming in here and throwing together another podcast and uh, be able to chat and hang out here. So uh, once again, big thanks. Brittany, you're traveling home tonight. I hear you're on the red eye going home. Yeah, it should be exciting. <laughs> Just right. going to try to get some sleep. Take your pillow with you. <laughs> That's going to be a crazy flight. Yep. But uh, anyways, always great to have you in Edmonton. It's and uh, again, for Brandon and Natasha, uh, thanks for hanging out and uh, safe travels home as well. Guess what? That's it. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Thank you. And, uh, Natasha, you look like you have one more thing you want to throw out there. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> A little last-minute shout-out for Natasha. <laughs>